Okay, let's let us start. Now, why is this title bestiality is now part of the black race? If people want to know the question or the answers, it's simple. For the last, I would say for the last maybe 60, 70, or maybe 150 years and counting, maybe a little greater. What I've noticed, and not clue, but what I've noticed when we talk about, if people really look at the definition of bestiality, it says, you know, man having what we call inter um, sex or not procreate, but having just intercourse with an animal. And primarily, most animals that they have what we call intercourse are animals that are mostly mammal and fur. You get me. But when it comes to other races of people, and a lot of people will probably think this might be a negative or might not be true, but in the human race, you always hear this saying, we are all wine, we bleed, we're this and that. And it sounds good, it sounds excellent, but in the realm of things, in regards to how the law of nature works, we are not always the same or we're always one. So even knowing that and thoroughly understanding this clearly, you always hear from other racial people, when they engage in sexual intercourse or procreation acts with other so-called species, which they want to call humans, they label the black race or the African race that we are subpar human, some beyond human, and that we are labeled as the beasts or animals, less than animals, respectfully. So in knowing this, and this is what not only they said out their mouths, but also said, write it, or actually it's said in their books, in their literatures, through history. Some document very well. Some could use as a way of explaining something scientifically. Nonetheless, when we look at bestiality, it is the relationship and intercourse between man, or actually woman, or human, and beast. And regards to black the race, the black race specifically, we now have felt comfortable and engaged in this type of beastie alley within this paradigm we call Western culture with Western man and Western woman, i.e. non-black man and non-black woman, which we refer to the coxoids for better terms, Caucasians. Um, and as y'all know, in saying this, that a lot of men specifically feels that they're not engaged in any form of BCI, particularly the African men, the black men specifically. He feels that he makes love and procreates with other subpar species that are not part of his, not only human genome, but also not part of his race. Some men, 
even other non-black men have also engaged in interracial or, or we call sex with subpar species within the not only human species but also the animal kingdom. We all know there's no strength that Europeans or what we call people that are non-black have had a long stretch history of not only um, having sex with, you know, humans or what we call other parts of humans, but also with animals, physical animals. And if we want to really get to the real base truth about this, that if you as a person, not not having or procreating within your own human species or within your own group, your racial group, you are engaged in some form of animal loving or bestiality. One way or the other. And I'm not saying this to be mean, but we have to be honest and really look at this and examine this very well. Um, these are discussions that we don't really think of as a people. And, you know, like I said, since the end of the 60s, a lot of black males have gone outside their race at a very good percentage. I would say in the maybe 30s, 40 or 50 percent. I'm not sure what the average number is, but it's up there more than half have gone outside of his race and his culture here, especially in the West more than his female counterpart. How you doing, um, Daniel George? And because of this, he is now engaged in what we call BCI. Now, I know that from the past recent broadcasts, and I had discussions with other brothers, I'm not, I'm not be listening to these live streams not only through the YouTube, but also through social media. And I noticed they got in their feelings when a particular person would label them having what we call interspecies sex or, or interracial relationships with non-black women to be what they call a form of homosexuality. This is more far than what is called truthful. It's beyond homosexuality is actually engaged in what we call bestiality. Now, I know most people don't word it like this because when we look at homosexuality and bestiality, those are two separate things. We all know homo means you having or engaged with procreation acts with someone that is the same sex. That means man on man and woman on woman. That is, and really called lesbian, women on women, but nonetheless, is still engaged of the act of homosexuality. BCI is separate from that. This is something dealing with in the species, but is different from you genetically in all areas. Besides the skull shape and all the stuff, where you see they, they talk about the three types of races or interspecies or species. There are the African, the Mongoloid, and the Caucasoid, or what they call the Neanderthal. 
in the same family, but different species. And a lot of people get confused between the two. And mind you, or between the three, but mind you, this was created by the European, which he come up with his version of what we call race. And I think it was created by the man Darwin back in the mid to late 1800s, create what we call as a separation of the race. And obviously, you know, Darwin would have a better idea of this because he went and experiment with a lot of the slaves and probably other races that he come across during that time that they don't really talk about. And it's funny, even now, when we look at it now, and we see the so-called shaming language between black man and black woman in regards to their decisions, what they do with their sexual reproductive organs is dawning. It's funny. I find it very funny. Um, and like me as a man, I don't really, shouldn't really concern too much what you do with your sexual organs if you decide to, you know, spread it out with other interspecies amongst this so-called race or human race. But be cautious and be mindful that you're flinging your seed to non-black women can have some form of consequence down the line. Oh. Well, well, you know, we have a cash app. Thank you, Daniel George. I appreciate this. So, me saying this, that it's funny that, um, and let me take a step back. If y'all notice, even with the, the men that fights the women about their decisions in regards to the choice of mate they pick, the problem with our choices today, we only choosing by what we're conditioning. Because if everything was love and love, let's say let's say this is all about love and love. Why would we expound this love towards others or we decide to, you know, procreate with others? That love is not centered into bettering our situation, whether it is financially, systematically, or just you know, making amends to what was done to us for over three to four years ago. A lot of brothers, they feel that if they go their own way, or what they call saving themselves through the communities they're in and hoping that they go outside and hope to go in and create another subpar community or subspecies community, they're having a rude awakening. And a rude awakening is that you're going to be setting yourself to another group or another race of society. And this goes back to the BCI, that you're going to have to engage with that beast, have sex with that beast, and hope to create something that's other. That's not what it call this race or this is subhuman. 
because if you look at the byproduct of this union between one race of men and different race of women, you're not creating what we call the dominant race or what's called the dominant gene, which they said the black gene is much dominant than white, which it is in some areas. You're creating a mixture of the two. And with that mixture of two, you're creating a toy new species. And most of the species y'all see today are mostly like, you know, the mulattoes, a subprime hybrid that has whatever percent from the so-called dominant gene, which is the black gene, and some of the recessive gene, and it combines to make something of an even playing field. But as you know, with these mixtures, the pro- the production and what it produces, these byproducts are walking confusions. And what I mean by confusions, they grow up into this world and have to decide what they are amongst other groups of children that are already came in the world by two of the exact same species. And obviously we know in this society, this is more of a dominant culture. Because Western culture is dominant, which is run by, you know, Europeans primarily. So everything you take on, you learn, you marinate, so it's going to be from a Eurocentric point of view. No in between. So that hybrid, that mixed breed, has to make a conscious decision how to operate amongst the society. And it cannot choose between one side or the other. Obviously, you know, depending on the mixture, if this hybrid looks more sided to the so-called dominant Western culture society, it will gear more over there. It will not gear over to the other side that what they deem as not in a more power position or adopt position is more of in a powerless and a subjugated or served to position. And normally children understand the world a little bit better than most adults because most of those, once they get to a certain age, they get surprised and the backlash of what we call reality check when they know that they are this and this is as far as you'll go and they let you know whether you're in the workforce or you social or socialize somebody with them outside of the workforce, or anything you do in the world where you have to not only compete but mingle with other race of people, they let you know where you stand in this competitive world we call the global world we live in today. As a man, so your your hybrid or your mixed child learns firsthand when it gets teased by. Depending on the school system they go to, which could be more non-black, will get teased by the non-black child. And maybe if he's if he or she is in the school district or, you know, in a learning environment where it's a mixture between the non-white child, which is the black black children, or you know, white children, and depending where that child stands, it might get picked up from both the races. Of those children. Either at the end of the day, the child that comes from this unit is already behind, maybe further in this little eight ball in regards where it stands in society. 
it doesn't it this child doesn't really maneuver too much or too easy inside because you will not be accepted in the what we call non-black side which is mostly caucasians because you're too much of that one drop rule for them to take you and obviously you might be too much intimidated or might be hated on over this side on the average depending if you are a girl mingle with other black girls and if you're what we call mixed boy mingle with brothers it can be the same thing at the end of the day you know this child will will come in this environment confused and don't know what to do and obviously with this confusion the child makes the decision as it gets older to decide to go more and lean towards the dominant culture because like anything it's more safer and this mixed child has a little bit more a better way to get there because you know the more lighter you are in the spectrum, the more you might not get too much abuse on the average. And I said on the average. So for most men, if you're not understanding this now, learn this now. That you mixing your C with non-black women will not benefit. It will not save you. It will not even empower you. Because by default, majority of the men that's doing things, running things, and have control and have some sense of power, know that you are taking a servitor role, a very much nesting role, like a like a bird that nests in and lays his eggs and take care of children. When a man, especially an African man, a black man, a ADOS man, takes that submission or what we call nesting role, he doesn't really get no respect. Actually he gets more abuse. In all aspects. And this is the thing that is not being talked about. Because a lot of these men don't be admitting or being honest of the world they live in today. And also the world is run and structured by power. So. Besides the men. And I'm going to get back to the men in a second. Now I must go on to the women. I know ladies not going to like this. For the sisters, this also applies to you as well. Once you engage in the same procreation acts or intercourse with this non-black man, you too are also engaged in what we call bestiality. Because, like anything, because it's a man and he has what we call a phallus and balls, he should be looked at and says anything to say, I must entertain and enter and let it spill its seed and let it run wild into my dark womb. But then let's know that it is the same repercussions and the same issues when playing around with that and messing around with that, that non-black man. And the funny thing, the question that was never rebutted asked by the same um I'm trying to remember. A few YouTubers. I know Remy. For the same two YouTubers. That if anytime you hear any woman ask the question that you're engaged in this and you're turning gay by take by engaging into a interspecies role or interspecies sex with this non-black woman, so too that she is the black female engaging in the same as well. But it's not lesbian or homosexual. Which is the same, 
and it, she has taken part, but it's much more far worse. She's also engaged in bestiality. Yes, yes, this is true. Because, like always, bestiality is something that we don't really think and think deeply as people that once we go outside our race and have intercourse sex, we don't think about we're make we're having making love to another human being or another race that's part of our race, genetic wise. We are making love and having sex procreation acts with another subprime human or subpar species, which is also an animal. And y'all always hear about the um and actually not here, y'all know that majority of non black people have what we call stringy straight hair. Their skin is mostly pale or white, or they have like a little some color or tan. And they have this the odor and smells of what we call the animal. So why not is not the same thing as your your engaged BSAT. You hear the talks always. I hear these talks always. Where a lot of black African adios men and women, especially women, say that they smell this thing they call a wet dog. But if you notice this person smells like wet dog, then by default, you are engaged and have intercourse with a wet dog. True, true. I mean, it has to make sense at the end of the day. But like I said, you don't see these, we don't have these conversations. And the reason why we don't have these conversations, because by default, <laughs> a lot of us, when we have to be honest, we have to keep a certain sense of a crowd dumb, deaf, dumb, blind, especially if you are a person that is known and you expound rhetorics about the two species, which is what we call engaged in what we call interracial sex between man and woman, or woman or man, whatever you want to call it, you have to be serious and expound that you as a woman, you're also engaged in this bestiality sex too. Just like these men. And there is no way around it. We wish we could say something different and say we don't want to engage in this. But once we make that conscious effort to lay down with these people, it totally changed the dynamics. And also puts us in that same category of a group of people that engage in bestiality. We already know through thorough research, through books, articles, or anything if we get a hands to, we already know the history of Western culture and Western men and women and what they do even during the dark age, even to up to now. Their, their behaviors and how they operate, especially in their own nature, never changed. Matter of fact, now you see today there are laws as we speak that make them able to marry animals. I think a few of those states like New Jersey, um, some parts down south, I can't remember where it's, New Jersey hit my head because I remember there was one article about that. But these are a few states that allows and does not outlaw what we call 
bestiality. And the funny thing about all this is within bestiality, you as a man and woman, black particularly, put yourself at a greater risk once you engage in intercourse with, with these people. Western man, Western woman. Because you now put your genetics and your health at risk once you're engaged in the act of, you know, having intercourse with these people. And I'm sorry to say, tell you that from what I'm witnessing now that that most people don't really have these conversations that when we talk about bestiality, we had to put ourselves in that same situation as race people today engage in bestiality. Every person you know, your family members or someone like yourself or you know, friends, might at one part in their life or probably still do or are married is engaged in bestiality. Now, we're not going to tell it in their face because obviously people are going to look at you as crazy. And we don't want to look crazy amongst our peers, our loved ones, and our friends. We don't want to do that. We want to still be engageful or what we call respectful to our loved ones and ourselves so that we're not put in a certain situation. One thing to know is bestiality in itself, like any form of sick fetish, is dangerous and has resulted into countless deaths between man and beasts, or women and beasts, whatever you want to call it. If you look at the early forms of bestiality, one of Few causes that it leads to what this this ease leads to is what they call syphilis. And matter of fact, as I'm talking about this, let me just Google it because you know talking one thing, but to actually show what it is is better. And one of the things that pulled up as I typed up the disease in regards to engaged bestiality is this. It is dangerous as accents bite, trauma, not only animal semen, allergic reactions usually happens, sexually transmitted disease between human and non-human, which they say animals, and are called zoonists. And then, you know, it's also in the psychological um, diagnosis of BCI in regards to dealing with man and animal. But when we talk about humans against what we call subpart species, same thing. No different. And look at this one, Denmark. Okay. And as I click to here, 
It says here, and okay. Let me go back. Let's bear with me, people, because I'm just going into the animal portion of it. All right, we could look into this one. This one's a usual article, so let me share my page let me see how to do this again okay as you wear and you as you can see oh damn it Okay. As it sees here in the article, and there's a title. Bestiality is much more common than you think. This is like some type of health article 24. I might just just as an example, and there are many countless search with the bestiality. But did you know that right now it is ex ex entirely legal for a man or woman in Texas to walk into a pet store, buy a dog, take that dog home, and then have sex with it? The fact will make you sick, provided he doesn't cause the animal any pain in the eyes of the law. That man has done nothing wrong. You could also do it. In Chile, Finland, or on a beaches of Hawaii as well as in Japan and certain parts of Australia which also do not prohibit sexual activity between human and animal and then five years ago you could do it in many more countries including such paragons of modern civilization or civilization as Sweden and Denmark and more than a handful of US states according to the animal law conquered by Michigan State University the fact will probably make you feel surprised and quite probably or possibly angry or sick as well, but they true. One point of slight comfort before we continue, it is totally illegal in South Africa and has been for centuries. And I wonder why is that? I'll tell you why it's illegal because there are non-black people and there are a good portion of them in South Africa. Y'all could probably do some digging up more research to find what's popular in South Africa between blacks and non-blacks. Let's continue. Humans have sex with animals is called bestiality, and it isn't near as rare as you might think. Estimates of prevalence vary, but by any estimation, the number are still substantial. Writing in the 1940s, famed sexual research, Alfred Kinsey estimates that 8% of men and 
percent of women had engaged in some sort of sexual act with an animal. Now, mind you, that's a very small percentage. And when Kinsey did his research, this was going on during the early parts of the 50s. And this is what he found for the amount of people he studied on sex. And we all know if we look at the history of Western culture or Eurocentric culture, BCL is known for the culture. However, these figures were disputed in academia due to the fact that unreasonable high proportions of the subject in Kinsey's widely cited studies were prisoners. Also, a later study in 1974 by Morton M. Hunt put in pre prevalence of men and women having intimate relationships with animals at 4.9% and at 1.9% respectfully. The risk factors for penile cancer. When we research the topic, one isn't surprising to find that the few academic institutions have conducted serious studies on the matter, making it difficult to find strong estimates for the prevalence today. One recent paper which sought to find a link between sex with animals and penile cancer has offered a little insight, however. The studies which took place in Brazil and was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine found a 34% prevalence of bestiality amongst men, most of whom were from rural backgrounds, as well as determining that it was a risk factor for penile cancer. You might also have heard the term xenophobia or xenophilia, and how does this differ from BCI? In practice, the concepts are very close together, but still difference in one crucial aspect. BCI refers to the actual act of engaging in sexual intercourse with the animal, regardless of the motivation and circumstance. Xenophobia refers more to the bigger picture of people who have a desire to form sexual relationships with animals. Not all xenophilias necessarily engage in acts of bestiality, but the vast majority do, hence the two terms often being used interchangeably. And bestiality is no longer taboo, was read. It's also important to remember that bestiality works both ways, and these figures and debates relate to both people who have sex with animals, as well as those who allow and often encourage animals to have sex with them. The most common animal involving are dogs. I wonder if that rings a bell to a lot of black people, especially those that are engaged in what I call bestiality with non-black people. Y'all all heard about the dog story. And I'll tell you the dog story right now. I know a friend one time that he, I guess, was banging this non-black woman. I'm not sure if she was, you know, I don't know, Irish, Italian. I'm not sure what type of culture she was. I think she was mostly European, English, European white, most likely. And he told me this, that at times when he, the friend that he knew, 
was making love with this same non-black woman. Every time he comes to the house, and he's known, she knows she's going to get some from this male-named man, this black man. She always has to lock her door as they, as she, he, and her are about to get and do the, the freaking nasty in the bedroom. Now the man never know. Every time when he engaged with procreation acts with this non-black woman, the Caucasian woman, for better terms. He always wondered, why isn't it that you locked the door for the dog? And the dog was big. I think the dog was like a German Shepherd, I believe, last time I checked. And she never gave him a dessert answer. She said her, her dog sometimes get jealous and, you know, wants to, you know, will attack you at times if, you know, if it sees me and you in a room together, like physically. So what he told me that he came to the conclusion when he heard the story from his friend is he feels and, and it's funny and I'm and I'm not joking this is a true story he says that the reason why she would she would do that with him is because you as a man is engaged and having sex with his woman so that woman like any other animal is trying to fight and claw to protect his woman. He don't want no other subpart animal having what they call intercourse with his woman. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And to be honest with you, I believe that because most majority Western men and women here in the society have animals, particularly dogs. And on the average, you know, depending on the state you live in, and most states it doesn't matter because what they do in the bedroom or in their home is their business, they could be engaged in sexual acts with the animal. That a lot of male-named people, black people, are not aware of. To tell black people that the Western man and Western woman, what they call the Caucasian man woman, does engage in intercourse with the animals. They will look at you as crazy. That you don't know what you're talking about. You're insane. You're talking foolishness. But until they come around and experience it full hand and maybe possibly catch them on the act, that's the only time the words of the, their own peers or the people become validated. And that's sad to say because, you know, if when you're brought and raised in this culture or this society, you don't know everything about really Western culture, Western history, because it's not taught to you in the school systems. If you knew this, you'd be more cautious than anything. If you're going to stick your phallus or you want to let some man of a, of a non-black man stick his phallus in you, you're going to have props. So let me finish reading this article. And followed by horses. Other farm animals such as donkeys, sheep, camels, even chickens are also popular choices. Both male and female animals can be involved depending on the preference of the human regardless penetrating or being penetrated. However, while xenophilia is more present in people who live or work in farms, there's a certain farm from absence and sittings 
or cities and towns. A widely published documentary by Vice, subtitled titled Animal, F I'm not gonna say that word, Animal, um, you know, having sex, focused on the sexual exploit of two Danish citizens, both of whom live in urban areas and regularly engage in sexual intercourse with animals. Outraged in the wake of the documentary, quickly turned to pressure and the government outlawed sexual acts featuring animals in October of last year. Hiding in plain sight. It would be naive to suggest, though, that the problem disappears after a law change. Even if the situation where xenophilia is legal, it is still far from social acceptance. And so those who indulge in it are used to keep quite quiet. Hold on. Um, I think I lost where I was. Okay. Instead, xenophilia tends to communicate and congregate through society like the German-based xenophilia engagement for Torazine on Afrokalukuro. I don't know if I pronounce it right. I think it's Afrokalukuro. As well as depicted websites which offer a judgment of free space to converse. Oh, matter of fact, I do this better. The large such sites of beast forms claim over 1.2 million registered members at the time of writing, as well as more than the number again is unregistered visitors the form has brought where members can share tips on getting their animals to participate as well as post pictures and videos of their sexual experience with the animals these discussions are bracingly open and descriptive Animals, all of the forms are broad and update with new posts daily and the general topics broad alone receives dozens of posts every day. The majority of these posts are well-written, coherent, and spark spirits, conversations, and suggestions, and the niche of it's not simple reserved for rural and uneducated people. These people are bank managers, psychotherapists, and teachers, and there are lots of them. Even Health 24 resident experts forms have received dozens of questions and comment of these questions over the years. And this is very... I'm just going to skip through this. So why is it wrong? And this is a question in the article. Despite the not insignificant number of who engage in such acts, it is still considered highly taboo in most, if not all, sites. However, on the legal level, 
there have been several candidates' discussions and debates about the actual legality of xenophilia. In countries like South Africa and UK, it has been illegal for centuries and is unlikely a challenge to this ruling will be brought in front of the court. However, in countries where there are no laws regarding xenophilia getting its outlaw, as many animal rights groups are seeking to do, is a slight more difficult prospective. The key debates on subjects is whether the animal finds the experience harmful in any way or conversely if they actually find it presentable. Virtually all countries have laws against cruelty to animals and most argument for the criminalization of xenophilia and center around the fact that it causes pain both physically and mentally to the animal and is thus clearly illegal under the affirmation laws. The waters are muddied somewhat by counter-argument from xenophilias who post that they don't simply have a sexual relationship with their animals but a romantic one and thus hurting the animal is totally against their intention. This is in contrast to purely sexual BCI which can often involve non-consensual sex with animals and even drugging the animal beforehand so that they cannot resist. There is or there is little in way of support for the later either in legal or social realms. Some predominantly activists go as far as they say that animal actually derives sexually pleasures from the experience and that it effectively negotiates any claim of animal cruelty against there is little scientific evidence to support or deny this and is unlikely that there will be in the foreseeable future. Even religious varies in their tolerance of BCI. All branches of Christianity and Judaism, for example, completely forbid sex between humans and animals, which goes some way to explain why it is so taboo. In Western nations, Islam, however, has no specific prohibition. Let me read that again. And which goes some way to explain why it is so taboo in Western nations. Islam, however, has no specific prohibition against such acts. And in practice, Islamic countries have been latent in punishing those found to be engaged in them. Proving that animals is not harmed, the same goes to Hinduism, a religion that defies a number of animals. In 2003, a story came to light in which a girl in rural India married a dog as part of a religious, a religious ritual. Many more ancient religions were, or which, have since largely died out. Some of the Norse of ancient Egyptian theological or theologic features frequently mentioned of human-animal copulation. And here, it says here, not just dangerous, but deadly. Outside the direct pain caused by sexual sex between two mismatching species, though there are several other ways in which 
xenophilic activities can have negative effects on the animal and the human. For starters, there is issue of the transmission of disease from one party to the other. While most illness are not contagious, cross species, there are many that are the some can be quite dangerous. That's, that's good, bro. And conditions that can be transferred from a human to animal are referred to as anthropomorphic or anthropomorphic disease and can often cause serious harm as animals generally receive a much lower standard of care than humans. In the opposite direction, there are a number of diseased humans can catch through sexual intercourse with animals. Some of the most dangerous include leprosy. Now, we all know leprosy is something that makes my go straightly pale, for those who are not sure. This is a carry by almost others, dogs, horse, and sheep, and can be transmitted through any contact with an animal. Sexual organs and infection generally lead to magnificent and about 10% of cases are life-threatening. Or they call meaniglyphics. Echoconosis. Echitiosis. I think that's how they pronounce it. This is a carry by cats and dogs and involves the transmission of parasites, worms, from the feces of the animal. The offset of the disease often has no symptoms and this phase can last for a year. Complicating diagnosis eventually assists will begin to grow in the liver, brain, and lung as well as other organs. If left untreated or untreated, the disease can be fatal. Rabies Present in the saliva of cats, dogs, horses, rabies are, prim are probably the most severe disease of xenophilia can catch. It or unvaccinated humans, the disease is almost always fatal in treatment and not undertake swiftly. And last one here is a there is also a threat of physical damage that can be caused by intercourse with animals of vastly different size of the human. One of the most famous causes is the so-called inner claw, horse sex case, in which a 45-year-old I mean actually a 45-year-old man died after receiving anal sex from a stallion. Oh my goodness. The horse large um, phallus, or what they call a penis, preformulate the man's colon, and he died several hours later, as reported in the Seattle Times. And there's a video footage of this. Of the intercourse was spread widely via the internet. As a result, he publicized the trial received the state of Washington outlaw humans having sex with animals early the following year, and this happened in 2005. And the victim was an aerospace engineer for Bowie. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. 
xenophilia falls under the categories of paraphilias, which are defined as sexual preference that are highly usual. Besides xenophilia, these include relatively tame fetishes such as attraction to older women or desire to have sex on camera to extreme outlets such as autopopaganism, which is the desire to rape and then eat another human being. How people come to develop paraphilia is a matter of debate, in which both genetic and environment causes have been posted. And that's the end of this article. Um, I'll probably leave this link into this description of this vid of the um video. Okay. So going back to this, and that was very lengthy, but it, it's it's going to tie it. I'm going to tie it in all together. But the more to the point of this is these are the risks that a lot of what it called um black African Aedos people do suffer and will get if they proceed with you know having intercourse with other non or we call it species or the same race of people amongst their, you know, human species. Um, and we have to go no further to the Bible. The Bible says some little parables to this for good reason. Um, but really and truly, um, if you think about it, that is not what you hear me read earlier of the, the disease that comes with the BCI. And this is dealing with actual animals with humans. That throughout history, these are the symptoms they they suffer once they engage with having intercourse with actual animals, and it turns around, and we go as a people have the same procreation and intercourse with these people, and I think we're gonna be non-exempt from these type of problems. In history, if you look at what really killed the Native Americans, is not just the um the spreading of this ease from the, I guess, the sheets they get from the European or what they call Native American, I mean, I'm Europeans of what they call pilgrims of them time, but they were also engaging with intercourse with these um, people, the Western men and women, either forcefully or willingly. And that also killed their population even further because like always, you know, when you have engaged of intercourse with other people of different species, which we are, there is consequences. Um, and really, truly, um, a lot of people don't really know this because they're very much, they don't want to hear it. They feel it's irrelevant. It's not important. Until something really happens to them genetically and they, even something life-threatening 
if not careful. Um, and now for one more thing to say, and then I'll probably, I might find a little audio to play for y'all. No, I'm not gonna probably play it because I don't know what language is on it. Um, I'll say this. Besides the black race, black people having intercourse with non-black people, which is a form of bestiality in itself. Now we find in today, and I cannot show this because of this the severe disgust, and it will not be allowed to show here on visual on this platform. We have now found evidence, and I, I did notice. This was circling around, and I've come across this for the last couple of years, but I've now noticed it's started to spread amongst the black race. Now, you'll find either some in this country and abroad where black people are, they are now not only engaged in be sad with other non-black people, where, you know, those that are like Caucasian, white Hispanic, you know, Arab, Asian, but also now they are actually now having actual intercourse and sex with the animals. Yes, yes, yes. This is it's true. It is now out here now. One time as a race for centuries, for almost maybe a millennial, depending how long we've been on this earth, we never once mess or have actual sex with the physical animals, the totems from the the sheeps, the dogs, the cats, or all any wild animals amongst our race and culture of them time. But now because of the infection and being around these people and being around and studying and being taken part of Western culture, we have now adopted their not only mannerisms, but actual sexual practice and ways with animals now. Actual physical animals. There are videos now that circulate that shows certain parts of South America or the Caribbean Islands where you might find a so-called melanated man. I say so-called melanated man. And also some men, black men, in certain islands, either in uh, was it in um Trinidad or, or was it Jamaica or I forgot which island was it, they are actually engaging intercourse with the animals. You see a a black man or a black boy, one black boy in some part of South America in this video out there now. If you Google it, it might still exist, it might not, of him having intercourse, what you call, you know, sex or bestiality with a chicken. Another video out there is with a elder black man having intercourse or having what they call bestiality or sex with a goat. And now I I don't know if I can say it man. I Yo, it hurts my heart. Now, I didn't think this was going to happen. I don't know if I can say this, man. Yo, y'all ladies going to start hating me. 
Y'all might leave some comments at the end of this video. Y'all gonna cuss me out for this one. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all because I'm a man, I keep it real. Now, I find videos out there now of the black woman, the black female, having, having an animal ride her. Yes, yes, this is true. One friend sent me a WhatsApp app of a sister having <sighs> yeah it's bad man it, it's bad I think we as people got to this it, it, it's, it's like this you could tell when a race is heading to potential extinction once they take the full concept and manners in Norway's of another group of people completely. We're now engaged in homosexuality as race people. We are also engaged in incest now as people. And this is this is a result of, you know, what I mean. And, but now we have stepped into an arena where there's no ret return. We are now actually physically having intercourse with actual animals. It's out here now. It's getting real out here now, people. It's getting seriously real out here. It makes me wonder as a person, ladies and gentlemen, when you go out and date this person one time and you find this person that you like and love or you want to get to know and go further and you come across their place where they rest their head and they have animals in their place, whether cats or dogs. And now you have to wonder yourself now as a melanin man or a melanin woman. Are these people that we, that's part of our race, also engaged in, in having intercourse with the, the pets they have in their household as well? And that's a serious question to ask. Because we of, of all race people throughout history is the last to even engage in actual having the sex with the animals. Besides BCI with the um, non-black people, which is also, you know, having sex with an animal in its life form also. Unfortunately, this animal stands up upright. So, we have to really question this. And I know this is going to be questionable and it might hurt a lot of feelings. It might, it might get people angry about this. But it has to be said. You know? So, the answer to this main question to wrap up tonight. BCI, is it now part of the black race? Well, right now, as I see in the 21st century and now going on to the first generation 21st century I would say yes and I only see within time going down further in this 21st century it's possibly going to get even worse you know much worse than what is expected you're going to soon see a great push not probably get a push of actually revealing Black people actually having intercourse with 
animals. Now, it's not known yet, but it's going to be pushing and it's going to be coming. It's slowly growing in numbers through the help of the internet, people recording these sick people doing this. You're going to see it now. And you might see it much faster than you expected. Besides the loss of bestiality in itself with animals and bestiality in regards to black people having engaged in bestiality with other non-black people, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. And you're only going to see as time progresses, it's going to get much worse than it will get any better. So, as I look down the chat room to see if anybody has any questions. And one thing at the end of every video, including this one, I would like y'all to leave a comment. You know? Um, besides a like, but a comment. Um, okay. I want to get some feedback throughout this whole stream to know what people's reactions, their thoughts and feelings. Yeah, but I guess since people have no comments and is watching, I probably will conclude tonight's session. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to tonight's um, stream. Um, like always, like this video. Um, leave a comment at the end of this video. I want to know your thoughts and opinions of this subject. I think I gave my own this um, dissertation on this. Um, people might agree, disagree, and that's fair. But that's how I see it, what it was, what it is, and what it's going to look like moving forward. And I don't see no change. And anybody could tell me different. Otherwise, you're going to have to prove me wrong. And really, you can't prove me because it's out here now. You know, so. And another thing I would say, for those people that feel, okay, let's say, our people are engaged in actual bestiality with other racist people. What can we do? Should we still ask the question? Should we even entertain our own people that had had sex with a non-black person? That question, to answer that, to be fair, is, you know, you have to make a decision on yourself on what, how you want to proceed in that situation. And the reason why I say it is because Living in this Western world, it's hard to find any black person say that has not had no relationships or intercourse with non-black people, which is another form of bestiality. It's very challenging today. Maybe I would say 30 years ago, if you're a man, possibly, and maybe I would say 60 years ago, if you're a woman, or, 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 or see that almost over 40 years ago as a woman, yeah, it's possible you could know that you don't have to worry about you as a woman and engage with your man, your black man, and don't have to worry about him having sex with a non-black woman. Another form of BCI. But today, you know, you got to be discernment. You're going to have to vet people. 
you can't get around the vetting process. It's important. It's a very essential process to know where people stand. And normally some people keep it real and keep it honest. And the ones that will play fool and play games with you, you know what to do. You just cut them off like anything else. So I hope that, that helped anybody if they ever come across and ask that question. And, you know, ask that question in the comment section. But anyway, this concludes tonight's broadcast. Make sure subscribe, or actually comment, subscribe, and like this video. And like always, let the chaos ring.